Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, on today's episode, we are talking all about the three main reasons why people don't buy. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, I think I already know the answer because it's probably one of the objections. But in today's episode, I actually want to dive a little bit deeper than just what people are saying to you out loud, because I'm going to tell you that it doesn't matter what the objection is. And yes, I know that that sounds really odd coming from a sales uh, expert, but when we go a layer deeper than what they're actually saying out loud to you, it will give you so much more confidence in your ability to move forward, regardless of what objection may be coming up during your conversations, your sales presentations, or as you're meeting with individuals who could be potential clients, okay? So we're gonna keep this one as simple as possible. And I hope that you're gonna get some major breakthroughs because even if you've worked in other programs and they've given you all of these scripts and templates and formulas and different ways to overcome the objections and like power through and you're still struggling, it's probably because you don't understand one of these three things that is actually holding your ideal clients back from being able to say confidently yes to your programs, your services, and your products. So this is across the board, no matter what it is that you sell, okay? Because this is dependent on you and your ideal clients. And even if you don't interact with your clients, maybe it is that you run an e-commerce store or you sell digital products where it's self, kind of self-serve. Um, this is across the board because we're dealing with human behavior and we're dealing with uh, human psychology, like sales psychology. So number one is there's something about you that doesn't quite resonate, right? So there's some disbelief. So all of this is coming as it relates to beliefs and patterns and thoughts. And in order for you to change those behaviors, patterns and thoughts, you need to dig into their belief system. Okay. So that's, that's going to be the core foundation of all three of these. So there's three specific things. So number one is you, and we're going to go into a little bit more detail and break these down. So number one, you are the reason why they're not buying. And I don't mean you as a personal thing. I mean that there's something about you that they don't understand. They haven't felt connected to you, that they are not resonating with you. They, they just don't know if you are for them, right? That you are for them. And so this goes down into building a relationship. And so really take a look at how are you building know, like, and trust with you as the specific entity. Now, if you are listening to this on behalf of a bigger company or a brand, I still would caution you that even if you're representing a brand, and I'm using air quotes here, that 
it needs to feel like there's some kind of a connection. There's some kind of a connection. And so the best companies make it feel personal. The best companies, even if they're really big, you feel like they get you as a human being and that there is synergy between what you value and what that company values. And so really understand that for me, at least, this comes down to, as you could hear already, core values, right? Is what you believe in the same things that your ideal clients believe in? And have you made that clear? The clearer you can make it, the easier it is to dismantle this, that you are not the right fit for them. Number two is your solution, your product, your service, your programs, your courses, your widget, the thing that you have created that you want people to buy. Now, when you come into this particular component, which is your solution, the thing that you have created is they don't believe that that thing will work for them. It usually comes down to the fact that what they value and what they understand as the problem is not being clearly demonstrated and articulated through your explanation of what it is that you provide. So typically what I see this looking like is you are focusing on features instead of benefits. And you're focusing on all of the things that make your products or services a commodity, um, which just means that instead of standing out as a market of one, go back and listen to that episode if you've missed it, you are starting to become just like a widget. Like if I want a pen, I'm going to buy this pen or that pen. It really doesn't make any difference because I just need something that writes. That is not where you want to be. You want to be a market of one. And the best way to do this is to stop focusing on all the features and to really hone in on the key benefits. And more importantly, the benefits of the benefits that your ideal clients are looking for. When you do that, you captivate your market and you start to stand out head and shoulders above the crowd in order to be able to position your products and services in a very different light. And so if you are finding that your clients don't quite understand what it is that you do, how you serve them, or what your programs or products do, then chances are it's this core area that is causing confusion. And typically it's because we focus on the 600 million modules and the uh, 50 hours of videos and the multiples of worksheets. Course creators, I'm, I'm looking right at you. That is not what people are most interested in buying. They are interested in buying the outcome, the result and the solution as a result of having gone through your programs and your services and purchasing your products. Yes, even for a pen. There's a way that your product or solution does things that's very different from your competitors. And when you explain this in a way that resonates with what is most important to your ideal clients, that is what allows them to move out of objection land and start moving into yes land, right? Where they're willing and able and, and, and eager to say yes to purchasing your products and services. The third thing is it's them. So now typically you will see that this is more in line with uh, services, but I see this in an awful lot with more complex product solutions as well. So technology would be a perfect example of this. If you operate in the SaaS space, so software as a service, if you sell more complex technology 
uh, products where people need a demo or they need to be, there needs to be some kind of an explanation in order to be able to have people either try it and buy it or to be able to be confident enough to buy it. So I'm thinking about like computers back in the day when they were first made, people didn't feel confident about being able to spend thousands of dollars on a piece of technology, like something that they would have in their homes and actually use it without breaking it, without being scared or nervous. And so that was all about them, like them not being ready. And so part of that could have also been that the solution itself was so new, was so cutting edge that they were uncertain about the product itself. But when we think about your ideal clients, oftentimes when you hear this or when this kind of underlying current comes up, it sounds like, well, I don't think that's going to work for me. But my business is different. My clients are very unique. Uh, I don't know if that's going to actually fit for where I am in my journey. Does any of these sound familiar? Maybe you have even said this yourself. And I am going to challenge you in saying that typically when this happens, it's because of one of these three things. But after you have done a great job of making sure that it's not you, right? Like you've done a great job of explaining your brand, your company, your mission, your values, your vision, and really creating rapport and building a relationship with your ideal clients. And your, your solution is something that delivers great results it does what it promises and you know what that promise looks like and you have been able to explain this not only in like jargony technical words but in plain language that your ideal clients actually resonate with because it means something to them in their lives and or in their business then the last piece is really it's about them it's their about their faith and their ability and their confidence to be able to do the work or use the products in such a way that they can get the outcome, that they can get the result. And at the end of the day, if they don't believe that their life can afford it, if they don't believe that their life can provide the, um, the time, if they don't believe that they have the capability of doing this, then guess what's going to happen? They are not going to buy. And so when you think about these three things, you can see already that so many different objections actually like funnel in to these three things. And that if you can make sure that your products and services and your programs and courses that you create for your ideal clients can address at the core each one of these three things, then you have basically removed like 99% of the types of objections that you will actually see surfacing. This goes so deep and so like next level that it doesn't even matter what people are actually saying on the surface. If you have already created an opportunity for your business to position itself within the context of your products and services such that these three things, the reasons why people don't ultimately buy because they're disguised as objections, that you have done your due diligence in really digging deep to see, like, is there any reason why my ideal clients wouldn't buy because of me, 
because of something that I have said in the way that I position myself, the way that my business is represented, the way that my vision or my values is communicated, that they just don't get me and we don't resonate. And that has not been made clear, then yeah, that's something that you need to address because guess what? That's going to come up in a conversation, in a sales presentation, in a discovery call where you are now being challenged on, well, how do I know if you can actually deliver the goods? How do I know if you're legitimate? Those are things that will are a breakdown of trust. And that is something that your marketing in particular should be doing some heavy lifting around. The, and then the second part with your solution, again, making sure that your product pages, your sales pages really emphasize the solution. You have testimonials on there and that you can show people that there is a reason why this product or service is important for them. And then the last piece around them is giving people Again, a glimpse of what it would be like for them to be able to do this, but also breaking down the barriers that they believe and perceive are reasons why they actually won't be able to get the result, even if it's worked for other people and even if it's worked for you. And so you really need to dial this in in order to make sure that no matter what objection comes up, your ideal clients have an opportunity to say yes in working with you. Now, if you need some help and support, in moving forward with this, I'm going to invite you to come and take a look at my very precious community called Sales Mastery Society, where I work with entrepreneurs just like you to make sure that you are digging in deeper than just what other experts out there may be telling you. Instead of you know, constantly churning and chasing your tail and getting stuck on that hamster wheel over and over again, that you are actually going a little bit deeper than um, what may be on the surface so that you can ultimately get the biggest, baddest results that you ultimately want. I would love to see you over there in, uh, in that community. SalesMasterySociety.com. Check out the show notes below. The link will be there for you as well. Thanks so much for joining me and I will see you on our very next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.